0: All right, if you'll turn with me to John chapter 3, please. John chapter 3. You know, this is such an awesome day for believers. And uh, for those who are going to believe who haven't yet, but are going to. But the awesome thing about this is we get to celebrate Easter every day if you're a believer. It's not just a one day a year event. It's a lifetime. It's a lifestyle. It's an everyday event that we get to celebrate Him, and what's so amazing is, is uh, this is the reason that we celebrate Christmas is because it's the birth of our Savior, and our Savior, in order to save us, had to die for us. So now we see the purpose of His life, and it's great for us. Um, God has such great plans for us, and not only does He have great plans. But He makes it possible for us to walk in those great plans. You know, there's uh, times when you feel like there's a dangling carrot in front of you and you're getting close and then somebody moves something away and they move the goalpost, so to speak. And, you know, you just can never obtain, never get to the place that you're supposed to go. But that's not how God is with us. He calls us to something and then He says, but I'm going to be your way. I'm going to be the one that enables you to get there. Isn't that awesome? He's such an incredible God. So no dangling carrots with him. In John chapter 3, we're going to start in verse 1. It says, now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher from God. No one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, I just want to pause here for a moment, and I want us to think about this. Nicodemus is a ruler. He's a religious ruler, and they didn't quite understand Jesus, OK? and But there's something that's triggered in Nicodemus that he's got to come to Jesus and he's got to ask this question because He's like, look, there's something I'm seeing something different. Okay, he's beginning to understand. So, this is the kind of heart that Nicodemus has. He's he's wanting to know, Jesus, how can you do all of this? You know, I know that because you're doing it, you have to be of God. But help me understand it, because the people he was hanging around with, they weren't having anything to do with this. Okay, and then you'll find out later that Nicodemus pulls him aside at night to talk to him about it. So, but anyways, let's continue. Verse four, Nicodemus or yeah, Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear it sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. As we look at this, I want us to understand that God desires for all of us, all of mankind to be born again, to answer the invitation that he has for us to live a new life, To live a better life on earth. Being born again means that God pulls us out of the sin and the darkness that we were born into. And he brings us into a new way of living. He takes us out of the natural realm only, which is what we're born into. And he brings us into a spiritual realm. When Jesus invites us to be born again, He's speaking of our spiritual birth, our spirit man being made alive to God, awakened to God in Christ Jesus. And being born again means that we are offered, when we understand this, we are offered a new way of living in this world by being connected with God, being able to walk with Him, speak with Him, do the things that He is doing, walk this journey with Him. You know, How many times have we gone through things or we've seen people go through things and we look at ourselves and we say, I don't know how they do it without Jesus. I don't know how I made it without Jesus. That's what being born again is really all about. We get to have God walking with us through all that life throws at us. And if you haven't figured it out, not everything life throws at you is good. There's a lot of times that it's quite difficult. But I love this one thing about God. Whatever He offers us, He provides it. In this same conversation, if you'll jump down with me to verse 16, Jesus says this to Nicodemus. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Whoever believes in Him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe in Him is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And so here's the awesome thing. God provides for us our salvation. He tells us that we need to be saved, but then He provides it. He tells us and lets us know that uh, we're sinners, but then He has a remedy for our sin. That's what's so awesome about God. He doesn't leave us the way we are. Every Easter, we get to remember this and spend time focused on this love that caused God to give us His only Son. The whole world celebrates this. They may not understand it all, but the world celebrates the fact that God gave His only Son. Now, we can only become born again as we place our faith in the sacrifice of Jesus and His death and His burial and His resurrection and His ascension. It is a free gift to us, but it costs God His Son it cost Jesus his life, and the awesome thing about that is is Jesus did it willingly. He didn't do it begrudgingly because He loves us. He didn't get in an argument with the Father, He didn't try and reason it out. He didn't try and get out of going to the cross. He wasn't looking forward to it because he knew what it meant for him, but he wasn't trying to get out of it. He went willingly. And so, whatever God calls us to, whatever invitation He offers us, He always provides the way for us to receive it, to walk in what He has offered. In Romans 6.23, here's a reality. For the wages of sin is death. Okay? That's a truth. We've all experienced that in some form. But He says this, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we don't have to try and come up with eternal life. We don't have to try and manufacture it, make it up, work it up, earn it. We don't have to do that. It's a free gift that God gives us through Jesus Christ. We are born into sin and death, but God offers us a way out and that way out is His provision through Jesus Christ. I am so glad to be able to be born again to be free Because of Jesus Christ. But I also remember the sacrifice that it cost him in order for me to be saved, to be free. If you'll turn with me to Second Corinthians chapter five, please. Second Corinthians chapter five. We're gonna start in verse seventeen. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And so let me just pause here for a second. That means that when you get saved, there's now an old man and there's a new man. All right. Verse 18. All this is from God. Who's it from? God it's not us it's not us trying to do it all this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that is in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation therefore we are ambassadors for Christ God making his appeal through us we implore you on behalf of Christ be reconciled to God for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God that's the free gift that he was talking about in Romans chapter 6 verse 23 the free gift is is that Christ came he came in human form and he became sin So that we might become the righteousness of God. And this is the new life that God wants us to walk in. To walk in the righteousness of God. And the awesome thing about this too is, is this is God's desire for our life. If you want to know what God's will is for your life, part of His will for your life is that you walk with Him, that you become born again, that you walk with Him And you begin to walk in His righteousness. You allow His righteousness to affect you in every aspect. God wants us to walk. God wants to walk with us more than we want to walk with Him. But He also still provides the means for us to be able to do that. We have a baptism we're going to do today, and I want you to see in some scriptures how baptism in water is our uniting with Christ in His death. But also, as important, it's also uniting us in His resurrection to a new life. You can go. If you'll turn with me to Romans chapter 6, please. Romans chapter 6. Verse 1. Romans 6.1 What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ were baptized into his death we were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father we too might walk in newness of life and so he's showing us that when we're baptized into Christ then we're the going down in the water that's the being buried with him But then when we come up out of the water, that's the resurrection. That's the being raised with Him. That's coming into the new life that God offers us to walk in. Verse 5. For if you have been united with Him in a death like this, we shall certainly be united with Him in a resurrection like this. Isn't that awesome? That's some good news. Verse 6, we know that our old self was crucified with Him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with Him. And one of the things that I love about God is He doesn't just save us From something. He doesn't just save us from our sins. He doesn't just save us from a a dead lifestyle. But He also saves us to something. To a new way of living. To a new lifestyle. To new horizons that we couldn't even imagine on our own. and, And just think about what are the opportunities available to us when we give our life to Christ and the life that He offers us. If we will walk with him, nothing is impossible for us. It's amazing. So it's not that he just saved us from death, but he saved us for life, for living. And down here, we're not talking about when we go to heaven someday. He's talking about this life, this new way of living is for while we're living down here. That's what's so amazing. He has saved us out of darkness and brought us into light that we would know where we're going. Oh, Colossians chapter 2. I'm preaching better than y'all are excited, I think. Thank you, Diane. Colossians 2, verse 11. In Him also you were circumcised Of your flesh. God made alive together with him. Mm, That's awesome. Having forgiven us all our trespasses. By canceling the record of debt. That stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside. Nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities. And put them to open shame. By triumphing over them. And so in here we have. That were buried with him in baptism, but were also raised with him. In that, that coming up out of the water, that's the symbol of being raised with Christ of the resurrection and the new life that God has for us. Acts chapter eight, verse twelve says, "But when they believed Philip, as he preached good news about the kingdom of God." In the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized. Both men and women. And I don't have time for all of this to be in there. But Philip was sharing the gospel. And they believed. And so they baptized them. And so baptism is important. Water baptism is. Acts chapter 10. Verse 44. And this is when Peter went to Cornelius' house. And Cornelius... If you know the story, he's a Gentile. He's not a Jew. And at this point, um, the gospel was given primarily to the Jews first. But now God is wanting to send Peter to the to Cornelius' house. And Peter doesn't want to go because he's a Gentile. But God speaks to him and he goes. And so while Peter is sharing the gospel, this is what happens. Acts 10.44 Who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have, he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they ask him to remain for some days. And so here's the we see where they believed and then immediately baptized as well. First Corinthians chapter one, verse or chapter ten. First Corinthians chapter ten, verse one. For I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them and that and the rock was Christ. And so in First Corinthians, we're talking about Paul is talking to them about Moses and the Exodus and how they crossed the Red Sea. And that was symbolic of water baptism for the Israelites as they were coming out of Egypt. And so he's liking that to water baptism for us nowadays. And even though it's symbolic, he says that all of this is related to Christ. Romans chapter 7, verse 4. says, likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ so that you may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead in order that we may bear fruit for God. And so he's talking about to him who has been raised from the dead. And, and this is the new life that God has for us. You know, there's no resurrection without a death. There's no rising to a new lifestyle until you give up the old lifestyle. Until you place your faith in Jesus Christ. Until you place your faith in Jesus Christ and and die to your old self through the sacrifice of Christ, then there's no resurrection to new life. There's a lot of people who want the new life, but they don't want to die. They don't want to give their life to Christ. So I want to encourage you this morning to do that. In water baptism, as Jackie's going to have today, in water baptism, we declare our faith in Christ and death to our old way of living. And we're saying yes to the new way of living, to the resurrection of life that God has for us in Christ Jesus. Going under the water symbolizes our death, Rising up out of the water symbolizes our resurrection to a new life, a new way of living. In Romans chapter 8, verse 9, it says this. Romans 8, 9. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If, in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Verse 10, but if you but if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. And then it gets better. Verse 11, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also, everybody say also, give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Isn't that awesome? So now we have this power working in us that when we give our life to Christ and we're willing to die, then there's the power of the Holy Spirit. The same power that raised Him from the dead begins to work in our life and begins to lead us and cause us to go and walk in the new life that God has prepared for us in Christ Jesus. All right, and then our last scriptures, scripture is Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 4. Mm. But God, amen. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us. D- don't you just love that? I mean, that truth is good enough. But we'll go on. Verse 5. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together in Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages He might show His immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. That's the kind of God that we serve. He's awesome. He doesn't just tell us that we're wrong. He doesn't just show us that we need a Savior. He provides that Savior for us in Jesus Christ. He doesn't just tell us that the way that we're walking is wrong, but He provides a new way for us to walk in Christ. But that's only true if we're willing to give our life to Him. And so, some of you, I don't know. I don't know if you have a relationship with Jesus. I don't know if you've given your life to Him. Jackie has given her life to Jesus. God has already begun to do amazing things in her life. But Jackie is not a perfect person, she won't be. Until she goes see her sister. Or sister, that's what she said. But there is a new life that Jackie's walking in. And if you were to ask her today, and if you ask her 10 years from today, it's better than the life that she left. She will continue to have struggles but she will constantly be learning. And this morning she is fulfilling the command of Jesus for us to be baptized, which is an open and outward declaration of her faith and trust in Jesus Christ and His sacrifice. As she is water baptized this morning, know that she is declaring death to her old way of life. And saying yes to her new life in Christ. As she goes down in the water, she will be united with Christ in His death. And as she rises up from the water, she will be united in His resurrection as well. And the new life of righteousness that she has. What a wonderful Easter this will be for her. But I also want to encourage you that if you've never given your life to Christ, today's the day to do it. Now's the time to do it because you don't know if you have tomorrow. You don't know if you have the rest of today. God has come. The world is celebrating Jesus this morning. And so, if you've never given your life, today's the day to do it. Jackie, if you want to make your way up, you can go ahead and start her song.